Hello and welcome back to another episode of Drama School Dropout, the UK's third best drama podcast. As per usual, my name is Ingram Noble and I am your resident drama school dropout. This week it's episode 126 and I am joined by an absolutely fantastic actor who has blown up our TV screens this year, starring in the reboot of Waterloo Road. Please welcome to the podcast, Adam Abu. So at first I just wanted to be a dancer, didn't think of acting. The casting director came downstairs, you know, as they do in auditions, they're like, they call out your name and the boy, your number. And they didn't call mine out. And I was absolutely, utterly heartbroken. Two weeks later, I moved to London to do the show. She ignored me, read the message and ignored me. All of this and more coming up on Drama School Dropout. Drama School Dropout, no graduation day for you. Welcome to the podcast. How are we? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Very rainy here. It I'm stopped just, here. Like looking at the the rain. I can't wait to get on my flight and flee the country. Yes, you're going to LA, aren't you? I am going to LA, yeah. It's my favourite city in the world. Well, I'll let you know. Um, I'll love it's my first time going. It's so good. When I went there, I don't know if you'll like experience the same thing. I never got lost. Really? I just felt like I always knew where I was going. And the best tip that I'll give you, if you want the Instagram pictures of the Hollywood sign, don't go on the hike. Go to West Hollywood Park. West Hollywood Lake Park. Okay. And it's like a big park and like literally here is the Hollywood sign. Okay, I will do that. The best place for pictures it- and any other tips that I can give out. Um, no, I don't think so. Just have fun. Enjoy. And remember when you buy shit in the shops, there's tax added on the end. Yeah, what the hell is that? Like, I, just The add- way you've got to think about it is it's like Costco. Yeah, yeah. But like- I got caught out with that when I went over. I was like, oh, I've spent... The two hundred dollars, but why do they need an extra ten? Mm. So, but yeah, it's my favorite place in the world. I can't wait to go. I'm so excited. Are you going out there just for like a holiday, or are you working? A bit of both. I just shot a movie in Bulgaria, um, which I'm probably not allowed to say what it is yet. Um, the but, new Hunger Games, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, I just shot a movie in Bulgaria. I was there for the last two months. Um, Really fucking sick experience. Um, but I made the cast is just absolutely insane. Like yeah. people who are in this movie, you just wouldn't believe. I felt so lucky to be there. I just we've got a little bit left to shoot some reshoots, so I'm popping over to LA to do that. Not a bad place to do some reshoots. Not at all. Like sign me up if if you need like director yeah. of said movie if you need anybody just to like I don't know hold lights I'm available but how's life because obviously we're we're recording in January and obviously this massive show has just dropped relaunched you're yeah. like the star of the new series of Waterloo Road how's life mad I can imagine well the show when we originally started filming the show was supposed to come out in September yeah September gone. So do you know how it, long I've known about this? Somebody spilled the beans on the podcast. I want to say I don't want to say who it is cuz I don't want to get them into trouble. I want to know now. I mean I'll tell you it was I don't know how the fuck she knew. But that was like episode 40 something. We're now in the hundreds. 
like it's been so long. God, we've been filming for. Well, I'm I'm done. I'm wrapped now. But we've we filmed. Are you allowed to say that that I'm wrapped? Yeah, because I know they're still filming. Yeah, I'm right, wrapped. Okay. Right, okay, um, I just, because I feel like every time, so, like, I just did an episode with somebody and they were like, oh, I've just filmed a couple of episodes for Waterloo Road. And I was like, I- I've not seen that. Like, I don't think you're allowed to say that. And they were like, no, I'm not. <laughs> Please don't leave that in. It's very, it's not very, like, it's not very secretive like it yeah. was. Like, I mean, I've watched the show and I, I know what happens, but I was just kind of like, does he come back? But, like, we, we shot for a whole yeah. year. In, we shot we shot more than one season in that year yeah 100 percent. because i think i was watching it especially going like because quite a few people have been on the podcast that are in it like um katie griffiths uh, ryan clayton i'm gonna forget people's names and i've been like watching their insta stories of them like filming and then i'm like seven episodes no must have fuck it so i was like there's definitely more coming and then i think i'm sure it was ryan the other day put another story up I was like, oh, for sure, he there must be. Yeah, I was given the okay to say there's more episodes coming later on in the year. Fun. I mean, it, they're already shot, but if you need anyone to be in them, I'm available. Said that yet, so I'm the first to say it. And I'll get a big cease and desist email being like, never say that again, I'm only kidding. It's no fine, one. I'll say it. <laughs> be like, I, I'm not under contract. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there are more episodes coming later on in the year, which uh, have already been shot. Mm. And do you know what? It was such a pleasant surprise because I was hearing things about it through like the grapevine, and I was kind of like, "Well, they're never going to live up, are they? Like, it, it's never going to be like as good as the original Waterloo Road." And then I watched it, and I was like, "No, this is good. It is good, and it's good. It's good in the sense that I don't know that we we really cared about it. Mm. Like we cared about what we were making, and it was nice to be on a production where everybody cared about their characters, and it wasn't just a quick buck. Yeah, so like, it I, was good. Yeah, I'm glad. I was like, I'm glad they've put money into this. It's Warner Brothers, man. Warner Brothers invested, but it's not even. It's not even that. It felt like because obviously, since the first series of Waterloo Road came out, however many years ago, there's been such a cultural change and such a change in like our social standings that some things aren't you're not allowed to like sort of talk about them anymore and i I felt like that this series of waterloo road uh, when you look at even for talking sake in the original standing from where it started to where it finished the last time it wasn't as good towards the end yeah but i felt like this had the same sort of essence and the same grit that Waterloo Road had at the beginning. Because Waterloo Road always veers on that cusp of like, should we should we talk about this? Should yeah. we like and if you don't cross that line, then you're not gonna get people talking. And you just cross that line. I remember I sat and watched the first episode and like instantly straight away we're into like activism and Black Lives Matter stuff and all that. And I was like, oh they they're not they're not fucking about they're getting straight to it and i thought that it was such a it was such a great way to start a new series 100 young people these days are so outspoken and so like they know what they want and what is right and mm. um, you can't make a show about young people and not speak to the young people of today yeah 100 like, i got a tweet the other day directed towards me from like from 
um, Jessica from Wiltshire. She's 45. And she was like, at Adam Abu, um, <laughs> what, like, why is this show all about politics? And I was like, it's not about politics. Life's it, all about politics. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think it's just such a, a great way to enter back into it. And I do want to skip past Waterloo Road for a second. We're going to come back to it. Yeah, um, no. But obviously, I always feel like when guests come on, and especially when they've just launched a massive show, I'm like, I want to talk about your other stuff as well. Yeah, of course. Let's talk about it. Talk about it. Um, but what I do love to ask everybody that comes on the podcast is, how did you get into acting, and what was your first ever role? And I know you started out in a show that has a very special place in my heart. So you were Billy in Billy Elliot. Like, how did you get like what what clicked one day and you went, oh, I'm going to be a professional actor? I don't think I ever had that like snap moment where my brain was like, "This is what you're going to do for the yeah. rest of your." Life. I was i think seven years old when my mum took me to my first dance class and i was like oh this is fun it's something to do on the weekends and then i was like mm, i kind of could see myself doing this so at first i just wanted to be a dancer didn't think of acting because no one near me or who i knew did it so my dance school started offering drama lessons and i was like oh I, I really enjoy this. So then my mum took me to an open call audition for Matilda, the musical. I was auditioning for Bruce Brogtrotter and they then, the casting director came downstairs, you know, as they do in auditions, they're like, they call out your name and the, well, your number. And they didn't call mine out and I was absolutely, utterly heartbroken. Because also, what do you say to a seven-year-old? Right? I think I think I might have been like nine at this point. Oh, right, um, okay. Yeah. And then they, they didn't call my number and I was heartbroken. And my mom was like, it's fine, it's fine. And we were at Sylvia Young where they do like all the auditions. And we got to the big doors at the front and this casting director runs down and says, um, is Adam Abu still here? Is Adam Abu still here? I was like, yeah, I'm here. I was like, hello. And then she just took me upstairs. I recorded a little bit of tap for her. She sent it off to the Billy Elliot producers and two weeks later, I moved to London to do the show. It's mad. Crazy. That is mad. Billy Elliot has such a, a special place in my heart. I grew up around 10 minutes away from where the film was shot. And um, really? like, I don't know, I was a working class kid that didn't want to be a working class kid. Like, not that I didn't want to be a working class kid, but I didn't want to yeah. have a working class job. Do you know what I mean? Even though very much now so acting as a working class job very much now yeah yeah but back then it wasn't it was like you it was like the posh totties that went to rada and everything like that yeah i never went to drama school it's fun like it genuinely i mean it depends i've had two experiences of drama school one was terrible one was great you really have the luck of the draw um but everyone that i speak to says you learn more on the first week of a job I drama school. I I did Billy from when I was. I think I booked the role when I was ten. I trained for a year, went on when I was eleven, and then they announced that the West End production was closing, and I was like, "Oh my god, I've just trained for a year, and I'm not even going to get to play this role for two months." I'd be fuming. I was so angry. I called my mum crying. I was like, "They're closing the show. I've trained for a year. I'm not even going to get to do it." And then they offered me and the other um, guy who's doing the role at the time the tour. 
Yeah. And I was like, perfect, I'll do that. Now I, I get like, to play this role. Yeah, but it was so strange because I'd just gone from training for a year for the West End production and I learned everything about the West End and how the stage works and I'd done that for so long and then I had to com- like learn a whole completely different show. Yeah. Basically, and it was it was crazy, but honestly, one of the best experiences of my life. I think they should bring it back. I was saying this. Who did I say it to? I can't. I can't remember. What I think they should do is do like a special, like one off, like because you know how like it's now all the rage to just do a musical, but as a concert. Bring back all of the Billies. They just did a version of the show at the Leicester Curve. Yeah, but it wasn't really. Well, I'm not slandering it, but it wasn't Billy. It was. Yeah. It was um, it was like a new modern version of the production, mm. which was amazing. It was a great show, but it doesn't it didn't have the same nostalgia as Billy Elliot. Uh, you mentioned uh, earlier that you hadn't gone to drama school, but while I was doing my research, or as I like to call it, my legal stalking, you have been to Act Up North. I did. I did do Act Up North. I didn't do it for long. I went to the branch in Liverpool. I came out of Billy. I just did I did time with Stephen Graham. And then I, I think I may have done Casualty at that point. And I was in that really awkward age where like I was 17 or I was 18. And people were hiring older to play younger. Yeah. And I was oh, I'm just not going to work ever again. But thank fuck, I went to those acting classes. I went for maybe four or five weeks and it was like two classes a week. During it, I booked Waterloo Roads. So it's like every time I've gone to do something, something else has propped up. Mm -hmm. So like in my eyes, the best way to book a job is to distract yourself with something else. Yeah, (laughs) I I might try that. If you're just sitting there waiting for it, it's it's it never happens. Also, self tape tip: if you like do your self tape, never watch it back and give yourself a three tape rule. That always works out the best for me. I do it completely different on the other end of the spectrum. Like, so I will just set my tripod up. If I'm doing this, is if I'm doing it on my own. Like, if it's a monologue, if it's with somebody else, I do a three tape rule. But if it's a monologue, I will just set my tripod up and. I will do hand signals as I know, to what yeah. take it is. So like take one, take two, and I will just go. And I will like, I think my record is seven and a half hours. No way. My because patience. I feel like when you're doing, especially because I've like predominantly done theatre, you know when it feels right. Yeah. So I don't want to turn around and go, I'm giving myself X amount of times to do this just because then I feel like I'm under pressure. But like, I'll just go until it clicks. Yeah, I can't do that. Otherwise, my brain would fry. I literally have like a two hour, two hour concentration span when I'm doing self tapes. It's ridiculous. I, I become the most horrid person. My first audition for the thing we just spoke about—that was the seven and a half hour one. Oh well, fair enough. Like, that... and I, I was like, I'm not sending this. I think I had, I got the, I got the audition on the Monday morning, and I had till Wednesday morning to send the tape in, and I just spent all of Tuesday doing it. Wow. That's dedication. I was like, I want this. It wasn't even I want this. I was like, this is like, you know when you get handed your chance? Yeah. I was like, this is actually like, I can see me playing this character. I know the story. So I was like, I can't fuck this up. Yeah, no. So I took it to a slight extreme. But, I mean, you did very well. You got very far. I mean, I didn't do as well as I'd have liked to. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> You can now become an official drama school dropout. We're now on Patreon and you can help this podcast grow on so many levels. As an official drama school dropout, you'll have access to unique benefits, including exclusive early access to episodes before anyone else. To become an official drama school dropout, please go to www.patreon.com forward slash drama school dropout. Anyway, we're going to play a game, because I know we're running short for time, and this is my favourite game in the world. It's called Stage Right or Stage Shite, and it's three stories. Two of them are the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, and have been submitted by listeners, and one of them is a lie that's been made up by our producer, Heather. I've got the answer in a sealed envelope so I can play along with you, because I don't do this podcast if I can't play this game. Perfect. Number one. I booked my first professional job about eight weeks into my second year of drama school. Oh, by the way, we've got to find the fake one. I didn't explain that very well. Uh, it's like future to the lie, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, number one, I booked my first professional job about eight weeks into my second year of drama school while I was away working. A petition started by my classmates started circling my school, lobbying me for be lobbying for me to be thrown out of drama school. Number two, I overheard my lecturers at drama school talking about our castings for one of our Shakespeare shows. And when they started talking about me, one of my lecturers said, if I have to listen to her butcher Shakespeare any longer, I will literally cut my own ears off. I was not cast in that show. I was cast in the movement play. Number three, I was at our drama school Christmas night out and my mate offered to get a round in. And after a while, I thought she was taking a while. So I looked over at the bar and I could see that it was busy and that she was all right. She was talking to one of the boys in the year below us, and I thought nothing of it. After another five minutes, my friend tapped me and pointed to our friend. She was giving the previously mentioned boy in the year below a wank as they stood at the bar waiting to get served. I mean, I applaud the commitment if that third one's true. I also feel like all of those could be very plausible at drama school. hundred <laughs> percent. Um... I really, you know, I feel like the first one is the lie. I feel like you just have to be a major cunt to try and get somebody thrown out of drama school. But there are jealous people, but I think I'm going to go with number one. Yeah. Yeah. Should we find out? Wait, yeah. I, I think one. I do. I really want the wank one to be true. Yeah, because that would be really great. That would be a really Number fun three. Story. Oh, it was fake. Yeah. Heather, fuck you. Heather's got a really good imagination. She baited me. She knew I'd love that one. She knew I'd love that one. Um, I do want to very briefly talk about Waterloo Road. Um, obviously, that it's came back. It's been such a monumental season. A question that I love to ask anybody that's been on a long-running show is, did you steal anything from the set? Did I steal anything from the set? I have so much. <laughs> about. I have, I have my uniform. I have a, a full set of uniform. Love like that. All Waterloo Road uniform. Um, what else do I have? I actually have the... Spoiler if you haven't watched episode 7. I have the knife. Um, it's retractable. It's not real. So Yeah, like, I was going to say that might be quite dodgy to just yeah, have sitting about. That are like, oh, why did you take a knife? It's retractable. It's fake. Um, what else do I have? I have all of my character's earrings. He wears some cool earrings throughout <laughs> the show. That's it. Danny's style, like, out of school doesn't match my style, so I wouldn't... <laughs> Take any of it. Yeah, you keep the rest of it. Um, do you have a favorite behind the scenes moment that we wouldn't know about necessarily? Um, behind the scenes moment. Fun, yes. Basically, we all, when we were auditioning, did two self tapes and then we did a chemistry read, but not in the same groups that we're in now. Mm -hmm. So, like, I read with 
a different Samia, a different Preston, a different Kai and Kelly Joe. They were all like just that were auditioning. And after the audition, they told us that we'd hear back in the new year. And this is like 10 days before Christmas. And we were like, so we've really got to sit here over Christmas wondering if we got this job. Oh, it's horrible. It was disgusting. And then they said, they called me two days later and gave me the role. So I was like, thank God I don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Christmas. But my agent knew that Priya Sasha, who plays Samia, got mm-hmm. the role. So she told me and I DM'd her and was like, hey, I just heard that you got a role in Waterloo Road. Just wanted to say congratulations and can't wait to work with you. She ignored me, read the message and ignored me. How rude. And then I was like, oh my God, this is so, this is so embarrassing. (laughs) And then, so I unsent the message, unfollowed her. And then (laughs) a week later, I re-followed her and resent the message. And then she replied and was like, Hey, yeah, I did. Did you? And please, can you send me a voice note so I know you're legit? <laughs> She's like, did somebody send me this message last week? <laughs> yeah. Um. Obviously, we, we saw what happened at the end of this series of Waterloo Road, and we don't know what's happening with Danny now. He's got himself into a, a bit of bother without giving anything away. Like, So I'm going to ask it in one word, What's the what does the future look like for Danny and Waterloo Road? What does the future look like for Danny and Waterloo Road? Just in one word. We don't want to, sp- we don't want to break any NDOs. That's a good question. In one word, what could I say? <laughs> in one word. I can give you a synopsis. But I, I feel on. like you might get into trouble for that. Yeah, I definitely would. I'm so bad. I can't keep secrets. Do you know who is so good at keeping secrets? Who? Katie Griffiths. Right, I had her on the podcast, and yes. I had heard all this stuff about what was happening, and I was asking her like quite a shit ton of questions, and she was like, "We'll see if she becomes a teacher. We'll see if this happens." Fucking first episode, the bitch dies. I texted yeah. her the other day, and I was like, "How the fuck did you keep that a secret?" Yeah, she's great. She she had a lot of pressure on her to keep that secret. So much pressure. Like to the point where she'd have to like she like banked a load of pictures from sets so that she could post them throughout. But I one word to describe him in the in the upcoming what's coming next is possibilities. Hmm. It's very open ended. I wonder what will happen. Very open ended. Yeah, well you have to be. I don't want you to get into any trouble. Remember that it is Waterloo Road and anything can happen on the hundred percent. Danny's coming to the school in Scotland. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. They're going to relocate all over again. Yeah, anything. Um, a question that I love to ask everybody that comes on the podcast is, if a casting director came to you tomorrow and said, listen, I want to do a two-hander with you, but I don't know who I want to put you with, and you can pick anyone to be your co-star, but they have to be alive, who are you picking? Have to be alive. Yeah. Um, Florence Pugh. You're really on that, don't worry, darling. Bandwagon, aren't you? I just think Florence Pugh is the most amazing actress in the whole entire world. She, Waterloo, fun fun fact, Waterloo Road actually came out on Florence Pugh's birthday, and I was very pleased with that. <laughs> it was, the, was, what day was it? Was it the 6th? No, the it was the 3rd. Third. Yeah. So the 6th, my best friend's birthday. Um, I have to carry on my tradition and say Catherine Tate, because she's a god. And she'll make me look like a piece of shit, and I'm at peace with it. But it's fine. I know I can. I would look like the worst actress the next to Florence Pugh, but it doesn't bother me. No, I, I'm fully like embracing it. Yeah, 
I'm fully embracing it. Um, we have a closing tradition on the podcast that I did not steal from Diary of a CEO. I promise I didn't steal it. I thought of it and then listened to Diary of a CEO and I was like, fuck, but I'm still using it. Where I asked um, the previous guest to leave a question for the current guest. They don't know who they're asking it. You won't know who you're asking. But the question that's been left for you is what's the first thing you like to do when you get a new job? First thing I like to do when I get a new job, obviously read the contract, see how much yeah. I get, and then buy myself something nice. Yeah, I've not got that far yet. Normally, it's like profit share. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sell fucking tickets and you might get your money back. I read the contract, see how much I'm going to earn, and then I will buy myself something nice as a congratulations to myself. What did you buy yourself when you got Danny? What did I buy myself when I got Danny? I bought myself a really, really lovely Prada satchel. We live two totally different lives. Like if, if I'm buying something when I get a roll, I try to get like a Funko Pop. I was looking for one there. Like when I did da when I did Greece in, uh, in secondary school, I played Danny and then I got a Danny Funko Pop. Like That's a good idea though. I mean, but then you get to things and you're like, how the fuck do I get something Macbeth related? Yeah, that's very true. So, like, I just have a random Danny Zuko Funko Pop. Don't get me wrong, fucking love Grease. What question would you like to leave for the next guest? Thank you so much for coming on and doing the show, genuinely. I watched, I binge-watched Waterloo Road in, like, a day and a half. I thought it was great. I was sceptical going into it, not going to lie. I was like, they're never going to live up to it. Normal, because it's a reboot. Very excited to see what happens next. Um, but yeah, have the best time in LA. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this. It's just a short one today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Honestly, you need to come back when we know what happens with Danny so we can talk about it all. I will. I'll come back. Season two. I'll be there. I'll be here. Uh, but thank you so much for coming on. Have the best time in LA. Thank you for taking the time out of your day before you fly. You have a good time in your play. I am excited to hear more about it next time we chat. Yes, we definitely have to come back and do a part two. Definitely. And there we have it, another episode of Drama School Dropout, episode 126 completed. Thank you so much to Adam for coming on the podcast, and make sure to follow us both on social media, which you'll find down in the show notes below. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave us a rating and a review on the podcast. It helps us out so much, you don't even know. Remember, if you have a story for Stage Right or Stage Shite, please go down into the show notes, click the link to the Google form, and submit your story. And while you're down there, don't forget that you can now become an official Drama School Dropout by signing up to our Patreon and getting access to loads of really cool benefits. I'll be back again next Tuesday with a brand spanking new episode, you know the drill, every Tuesday at 6am. Until then, have a great week, stay safe, I love you, bye. Drama school dropout No graduation day for you Drama school dropout Fucked your whole course, now try something new Drama school drop